Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensite and these are going to be our weekly messages. So you can see me on the screen pulling the cards right now if you're watching the reading. Before we get into the reading, I do want to say this. I did try to sit for the weekly yesterday and it wasn't really happening and I was thinking, hang on, that's a bit strange. I finished all my client readings on Wednesday, so thank you to everyone that allowed me to bring their readings earlier. Um, I just wanted to finish up my role as, you know, that part of my life and there's been a lot of emotions around that. So I tried sitting for this yesterday and I didn't, I didn't force it. I just went out with friends and just had my day off. So I haven't, didn't do any readings yesterday, which that's, it's been a long time since I ha I've gone a day without doing readings. Then today I was sat at my desk and I realised that this is a new era for me, that it really feels like the first day on a new job. That's what it feels like. And that may sound strange to some of you who have been watching my readings for years and thinking, well, Jay, okay, well, you know, you've been doing this for years. But I've changed and I kind of have can feel that shift and I'm still shifting. I know a lot of us are still shifting. Um, but yeah, this is first day on the job as a hundred percent um, collective reader. So we'll see how this goes. Bear with me. I'm still finding my feet a little bit. And, you know, in that's I've, you've heard me say so many times. If you really want to change, change within existing situations where they allow it doesn't always allow right and make that your fo your focus sorry <clears throat> excuse me choking on bloody ear but yeah if you can change an existing situations with your existing relationships in your existing job that is the most profound change that you will have because it's it's easier she says in quotes to change in a new location a new situation but sometimes that's necessary right and eventually i think it does lead to new situations However, um, I can feel it that like coming to this, something that I've done for years now, over seven years, I've been doing collective readings. I can feel it. It feels different. So we'll see how it goes. Right. Looking at these cards, first thing that comes up is you've got the welcome to Aquarius season. First of all, this is the first proper reading that I'm doing for Aquarius season. Um, it'll be the day after my birthday. I'm, I'm recording this on the 19th of January. So still at the tail end of Capricorn season. Uh, my birthday is on the 21st. Um, so it will be the Sunday before. Well, this will be up by then, but for the week that this is for. Um, welcome back, Pluto, because Pluto will be in Aquarius by that time. And there is a full moon in Leo. And I didn't, I think I'd forgotten that until I saw the cards. You can see that eagle card. And that's, that's the eagle holding on to the sun. Um, and I thought, is I mean, that's the ascended air card. So the mastery of the air element is eagle, which Aquarius is ascended air. And the sun, obviously, is Leo. But then the Le Vampire's Oracle card that came out is nobility. Again, Leo energy. So I, as soon as I looked at the cards, I thought, oh, wow, okay, this is very kind of Leo and Aquarius energy coming up. The other thing that I want to say around um, my use of Le Vampires, it's one of my favourite Oracle decks and I usually use it in Scorpio season, but I thought, hey, let's welcome Pluto back into Aquarius and I'm going to use one of my favourite decks, which is, you know, vampire related. So while I finish up pulling, I just think there's only one more to go. Um, the postcard from Spirit. I'm going to 
read you the oracle card if i could find my bloody glasses to read right here we go guys so it's number 42 and i'll show you it come on nobility and this is what it says honor high standards idealistic so i mean again even in those key words it combines both aquarius and leo uh, aquarius is idealistic i did a video on this before um but yeah we've got that honor and high standards which speaks to our own no nobility so les vampires speak there is something within you that we the vampires can recognize at this moment we want you to we want you now to focus on it recognize it and acknowledge it you have nobility people humans that is <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> are so often confused by this word, feeling one must be from an, an old and arist aristocratic family to have any noble blood within them. But some of the most corrupt, indecent and coarse humans and vampires have had aristocratic origins. You have shown nobility of spirit and action and you have behaved in a manner which has drawn our attention. We wish to encourage you to behave in these noble ways more often. Nobility is a sense of innate virtue. Now remember that. Remember what it says. Nobility is a sense of innate virtue. Or being able to do what is best and right within circumstances that would have been easier had we simply fallen into step with the prevailing thinking. You have helped the helpless. You have protected one who was weaker. You have spoken for the voiceless. You have been virtuous with no thought of reward. But this is the reward you did not ask for, but deserve. For you are a knight or a lady. You are as a knight or lady in the most chivalrous of tales. And you have lived with grace and are becoming a more refined being with every day. Vampires, when we have learned to live beyond the instincts our new nature gives us, can be noble creatures too. And we must fiercely fight to become so. And so we, who have lived according to a code of nobility, wish to honour you now and say you have done well. Accept the acknowledgement and know that the, the good deeds you have done so selflessly will ripple out into the world and make changes you may never see. But your soul will know you made all the difference to one who was helpless and to whom you gave your aid. We honour you, noble sir, noble lady. Remember, there's a blessing, a curse and a how to work with this card. So the blessing. This is a wonderful opportunity to do the very best you can, which in turn will shift your vibration. And Aquarius is all about shifting our vibration or our consciousness, right? Um, so shift your vibration and attract wonderful new opportunities with honourable people to you. So we've got the eight of wands here as the advice, which is about that vibration. <clears throat> Here's the curse. If you deny the nobility within you, it will become easy to go for the lowest option again and again. This will sully your soul. And we'll talk about that. So I had to work with this card. With this card's presence, you were asked to tune into that part of yourself that some of you call the higher self. You are being asked to do the right thing and do the best thing, even if it is not the most advantageous thing or the easiest thing. You are also being asked for a time to be of service and assistance for others and to give. 
Now, there are some very easy, I mean, I've given these examples before, so we're going back in time a little bit. There's some very easy ways to know if we're coming from that energy or not, right? So here's how it's the easiest. And because, let's talk about the Leo full moon. Let's begin there. And I've been thinking a lot about this. If Leo is about self-love, right? How we love ourselves, giving our, you know, our own heart's desire, um, showing up from a place of of our, of our hearts, right? It's the, it's the um, expression of this, it's self-expression, right? Self-love, that's all Leo, wonderful Leo terms. And yet, what if every single thing that we do is an act of self-love? Everything. Even when you self-sabotage, even when you are shy, even when you are being horrible to yourself, even when you are afraid, even when, you know, all of the stuff, all of the stuff that we try to quote-unquote fix about ourselves, um, even you know the symptoms of trauma from the past how you deal with it. i'm not saying the trauma was an act of self-love because you didn't do it to yourself right but how we treat that within ourselves so there are some things that we all do and i think this speaks to the, the lowest option the lowest vibration that we can go to and yet it sounds really noble and yet it isn't noble and on some level we know that because it keeps happening again and again and this may be things like, you know, if someone does something to you and you feel, you know, righteous indignation, you are, and how dare they do that to me? How dare they say that to me, right? This is not to just, I mean, that's the whole point. It's about you. It's about how you show up, not how other people show up around you. And so as an act of self-love, because... If we have a story that I, I can only love myself if, right? If I'm good, if I'm right, if I don't hurt people, if I'm not hateful, we all have these stories that those are traits that are worth loving. Where self-love is actually you love yourself no matter what. It's our misunderstanding of what love is. You've heard me say this plenty of times rather than what we love, right? Because we see love as being supportive, as being transactional, as giving it our resources, you know, all of this wonderful stuff. And so love, true love is without judgment, it is without conditions. We don't know how to do that. We we get into really shitty relationships or we get into crappy, you know, situations. And so we love ourselves in that way as well. We have an understanding that love is that way. So we have to, you know, we do it the other way around, which is, I have to be perfect to love myself. If I'm not, then I'm not worthy of love. Rather than I love myself no matter what, right? And I recognize that I have good and bad traits. They're, they're two different things. <clears throat> and so if someone's shitty to you, right? We demonize them. Why? Because they must be the demon and that's not worthy of love, not us. Because to continue to, so we don't have that kind of cognitive dissonance. So we don't kind of break down um, and start to hate ourselves. We have to put ourselves in the role of the right. That's not noble. And that it doesn't, and that's not because we're not noble. That's because we don't trust our own nobility. And so we know that. The other ways that, that we do this is when we allow a person or a situation to determine how we show up. <clears throat> so if you're an arsehole to me, I will be an arsehole to you, right? But that denies our own nobility. That means we've given our power away. 
And there's themes of power that have been coming up a lot. Everything is basically a power play. That's very Pluto, right? And if you think about that, if it's like you're an arsehole to me, well, I'll show you what an arsehole is to put you in your place. That is a shadow expression of the ego, first of all. And I'm, I don't demonise the ego. I think the ego is... I mean, the fact that this eagle's holding on to the sun, that's very our ego. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that's that's because it's you know we need that other person to see that we are right we need that other person to see that we are strong or we are noble or that you know whatever we but think about that we've given our power to them we've given our power to the world it doesn't have to be just relationships this is very self-directed i know that's a a, a phrase that i use a lot self-directed but you are behaving that way because of who you are. End of story. End of story. And whatever you choose to do, it cannot be because, oh, so-and-so said this to me or the other did that to me. You know, I've been saying this since day dot, since I started doing these readings. I'm going to say it again now. Every statement is an I statement. We share and we show up from a place of self-ownership and accountability to ourselves. That is nobility. I am this way, I'm showing up this way because this is who I am. This is how I choose to deal with these situations. Now, here's the kind of, which sound, may sound contradictory to this. And hopefully as I'm saying all of this, you feel it within yourself. You're like, yeah, I know this, I, I've become this. And, you know, this, <clears throat> excuse me, this speaks greatly to who I am. At the same time, to come from a place of such nobility, and that's, that's Leo, right? The kings and queens. To embrace your role as, what did that one say? The knights and the ladies, right? Of some old story or uh, as the king or queen of your own kingdom or queendom, right? Of your own, um, of your own realm. You must be willing to be seen as a pauper. You must be willing to be seen as the lowest of the lowest. Because that's where I think we get stuck. And this is where I'm an Aquarius son. My Mercury is an Aquarius. Trust me, like, you know, I know the problems that I have with Leos and that Leos have with me. I haven't got such close and wonderful relationships with the Leos that I have in my life. And I do have really great relationships by not having overcome the problems that we have with each other. And one of the ones that comes up again and again, and you get these, you get wonderful Leos, really kind, really wonderful, just wanting to shine and spread their love in the world. And yet it's very obvious from the Leos who do it from a powerful place and those that do it from a disempowered place. And I've said this phrase more than once to Leos in my life, which is, you know, when when they leave no room for my experience of a situation, like it's all about them. It's all about the role that they want to play in my own life. So then I become an audience member, <clears throat> excuse me. And trust me, I'm not having a dig at Leah's. He's, I'm talking about some of the people that I love the most in my life, that they've been there for me, that they have given me the strength to move forward so this this is not having a dick i've learned so much through these interactions myself and 
then I've said to them that, you know, I feel like I've kicked a puppy when, you know, when you, you know, someone's doing it from the best of it, they love you. They want to share love. But when I say, hey, but where's my experience of this? It can't just be about you feeling good about yourself, loving on me. That Do I feel loved when you do that? Like, you know, I'm just not just a puppet here to reinforce that you're a loving, kind person. And then when you say that, they feel genuinely hurt and they have done. And then I feel like I've kicked a puppy and that's my own stuff to deal with. Right. Um, To do that. And a lot of my relationships with Leos of people with strong Leo energy have become much stronger from navigating those kinds of issues. And that was what will come up around this full moon. So, you know, where do you need the outside world to reinforce your nobility, to reinforce your your that you're a king or a queen. Because I think a true king or queen, they will show up just feeling that way. Not because they have to rule over you, not because, you know, you have to bow down to them or curtsy to them or do any of that kind of stuff. They just move in that way. There's a silent, um, regal quality to people who navigate the world that way. That they don't put on a show, they just are, right? You can kind of sense it in people. Um, if you guys remember, bless him, he passed a few years ago, but Chadwick Boseman, that was one of the things that a lot of people said about him, is that he had a regal quality to him. And he did play Black Panther. He played, you know, King T'Challa in in the, the Marvel cinematic universe but that's what a lot of the people that worked with him said that he had this silent kind of regal quality to him and he i don't think he was a leo he's a sagittarius yeah that that was you know his son his birthday was in sagittarius season but that's this is not about what the world reinforces like you do not need the world to be anything other than it is and so the I statement that we make, remember, every statement is an I statement, yes, but every statement is also a we statement. In that, when I say I want to do this or I love whatever, that means other people are allowed to want what they want, other people are allowed to do what they want as well. That's the combination of Leo and Aquarius, is embracing fully your individuality, embracing fully who you are, but showing up from that place, showing up from that place and knowing that everyone else is, is that. You don't have to be different. You don't have to be unique. You don't have to be any of those things. It's knowing that you are, that nobody else, just, just the fact that you are engaging with something means you will do it in an individual way because it is you. And then if everyone's an individual, if there's people in the world that you don't understand, I mean, some of the most frightening people to me, and I've shared this over the last few years, are the ones who think they understand everyone and everything. You know, uh, that to me, then I, I, I don't even see that as hubris. I see it as a lack of understanding of your own uniqueness, right? That's that's what that says. Anyway, I'm going on and on. So much coming through. But let's move on to the next one which we have eagle here and like i said this is the mastery of the air element in this and it is a card of i mean as much as it's a, an air element card it's air and fire hold on one second my email client is playing up and it kept showing me notifications anyway right 
maybe it speaks to all the messages coming through um this is eagle and it says all pervading power truth seeker transforms karma the noble eagle emanates the light of the sun uh, that's the whole sentence the noble eagle emanates the light of the sun this great bird is both physically and spiritually strong and represents mastery over the elements of fire and air. When the eagle appears, you'll soon be thrown into the karmic fire for the sake of your transformation. The eagle pushes us to be our best and brightest selves and stops at nothing to see us shine. Grasp the sun in your talons and hold on for the ride. You are stronger than you think, eagle child. When in balance, bright, radiant challenges. When out of balance, controlling. To bring into balance, step into the unknown. Because that's all you need then, is your own nobility and knowing that I will always do the best. I will always do my best and what I think is best for all concerned, right? One of the, I mean, I've, I've talked about Leo and Aquarius. So, so Leo... Uh, me as an Aquarian, and I think for all Aquarians, Leo shows how to embrace the individuality, how to embrace uh, your heart, how to show up and express from that place. That is the lesson that Leo has for Aquarius. That yes, you can focus on individuals, you can focus on the, I mean, sorry, on the collective, but what is the collective is a bunch of individuals. If you don't know who you are, if you are not willing to show up as an individual, as from a place of nobility and as your own king or queen within your own agency uh, within your own sovereignty then how do you expect the collective to show up and work together <clears throat> so that's the lesson that leo teaches aquarius <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> but aquarius teaches leo not to take the world personally <clears throat> excuse me and so when you're not taking the world personally there's nothing to control what would you control who would you control Going back to like YouTube days, early days of doing readings and when I was like a more of a mundane reader. Have I ever been that? Well, yeah, I tried. Um, you know that all that talk, those phases of like narcissists and the rest of it. The two cards that rep used to represent narcissists for me were the King of Wands, Leo, and the King of Swords, Aquarius. I mean, all of the kings can be, but that's narcissistic energy. Why? Because the King of Swords, when he is not... You know, when he wants to, he wants to feel as if he knows what he knows and he wants, he doesn't, you know, um, acknowledge or respect his own knowledge. He needs other people to do it. That is a narcissist. Then you use other people as supply. Feed my ego. Tell me how much I know. Tell me how wonderful I am. Right. Same with the King of Wands. When he is not in his sovereignty and doesn't, you know, use his um creativity and his wonderful warmth and energy that he has when he needs the world to confirm that to him that's a narcissist and i'm using the toxic expression of narcissism right the very extreme of where we need the world to sell it. it's, it's it's grandiose ideas you know king of swords i know but i know better than everyone king of wands that my way is the right way what i do tell me how wonderful i am and this grandiose image and you must fall within that. Now, I bring up the very darkest aspects of this because that is a lack of nobility in terms of this. If you really want to do a study on virtue, go check out. Um, who would I say? Aristotle, 
who when he talks about the three different types of friendship the virtue friend um speaks to i think I, li I like that kind of interpretation of virtue in fact i even like it for if you think about the stoics and their idea of virtue it isn't what i think a lot of religions have turned virtue into right which again is a way to feel better than people like it's by comparison no it's like, how would you feel good about yourself if you were what if you showed up as whom in the world if what's the influence that you want to have on other people doesn't matter what they do whether you have it or not but how would can you go to sleep at night feeling good about yourself that yeah you know everyone thinks i'm a piece of shit everyone thinks of whatever it is but i feel good in myself and without needing to put others down to feel good that's 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 why i go to that kind of ancient greek idea of virtue because it's not about other people it's an exp it's how you live your life how you live a good life that at the end of your life you can say i lived a good life right what else did i have i had the rune which is ingas Oh God, there's so much to say. I just realised with the wolves on that. I'll talk about that in a moment as well. So Ingas is fertility, new beginnings, Ing, the hero god. This rune is akin to the moon, which, yeah, we've got a full moon in here. The intuitive part of your nature with its urge towards harmonising and adjusting in the sphere of personal relationships. Ingas embodies the universal need to share, the yearning to be desired, a search after similarities the completion of beginnings is what ingas requires right so the completion of beginnings so it's the the end of the beginning drawing this rune may mark a time of joyful deliverance of new life a new path a rune of great power receiving it means that you now have the strength to achieve completion resolution from which comes a new beginning above all completion is crucial here it may be timely that you complete some project now. If so, make that your first priority. Perhaps a difficult state of mind can be clarified or resolved. The appearance of this rune indicates that you must fertilise the ground for your own deliverance. All things change and we cannot live permanently amid obstructions. Inga signals your emergence from a closed chrysalis state. As you resolve and clear away the old, you will experience a release from tension and uncertainty. <clears throat> and we got two tens as soon as we come into this, right? Ten of swords, ten of wands, so it makes sense. You may be required to free yourself from a rut, habit or relationship, from some deep cultural or behavioural pattern, some activity that was quite proper to the self you are leaving behind. Now, I love that line because you're, it's not about I'm doing something wrong, right? It and if we think about that it's very easy to clear out like you know an old habit quit smoking right i'm going to exercise more like you know eat healthier whatever it's not that this is think about a rut it's why is there a rut because you have traveled that again and again and again so you've kind of worn it down and so it is re yes repetition yes habit but it oftentimes is something that was absolutely amazing for what you did before so maybe it's not the fact that you don't exercise maybe you've been exercising too much but for the wrong reasons right and again it's 
I mean, I'm starting to, I know where I would apply this for my own life, but I've talked about it so many times I won't hear, but think about, I am noble or I am a king or I'm a queen or I'm a eagle or, you know, whatever it may be, because I do X, Y, and Z, because I have X, Y, and Z, right? That because, you know, I'm, I'm a good sister because I have been helping my family out. And that's not to say helping your family out is a bad thing, right? Or that to be a good sister is a bad thing. But is that all you are? No. And when it's, so when you started doing that, when you started that helping your family, helping work, helping your friends, whatever it may be, right? You did it from a place of nobility because of who you were. Now it's become that, oh, I'm noble because I do this. No, you started it, you did it because you of your own nobility, if you notice that. And that's what, that's the pendulum as it swings, right? So we go too far that way and it, it becomes about the thing that we're doing. And it's like, no, by doing this, by having this practice, I've discovered a different part of myself. Now I'm going to show up in a different sense. And a lot of what's been going on, yes, you may want to remove relationships, people, things. In my own life, I've noticed I've just started to bring new actions in just to say yes to more, to different parts of myself. And very organically and very naturally, there are relationships that are falling away. There are things that are just, I oh, I was like, oh, I didn't have time to do that today. And it's fine. So let me say that a bit. So, you may be required to free yourself from a rut habit or relationship, from some deep cultural or behavioural pattern, some activity that was quite proper to the self you are leaving behind. That's the point of this. If you have changed, you're leaving that self behind. Your self-expression has changed. Full moon in Leo. The time of birth is always a critical one. Movement can involve danger, and yet movement that is timely leads out of danger. Enter the delivery room now. Another of the cycle runes, Inga's counsels preparation, being centred and grounded, freeing yourself from all unwanted influences and seeing the humour. And that's very kind of Leo as well. You are indeed prepared to open yourself to the will of heaven and await your deliverance with calm certainty. The other thing I want you to say about this, and it just came up, um, the, the wolves I haven't forgotten, um, is this is, I believe, or at least for me, sitting here energetically feeling into this, the last real kind of Leo energy I recall was when Venus was leaving Leo, if you guys remember. And what did I say then? The next kill must be yours, right? But it wasn't about the killing. It wasn't about what you went and did it wasn't about a show of power it was more about what sustains me you know there was this kind of worn out dragged out bloody hell what a year feeling and it was like i need the energy what brings me to life that was the true theme of that i do know some people who made it about what they were killing and i actually saw in the world in the very week that i posted that message some very disturbing and like the darkest um expressions of that energy that I could ever have imagined in my life right to kind of I'm, I'm again I'm not from an egotistical place saying hey they watched my video and decided to take it that way it's an energy I know it's there whether people watch my videos or not it's there and we see examples of it in the world so it was less about what we were killing and why and 
it was more about how we sustained ourselves where are we you know did we have how do we sustain our own resourcefulness like you know our inner resources so onto the wolves i do want to say this how long i've been talking it's about the longest i think hey man i'm getting there i've got a lot to say um in terms of the wolves so obviously because i've been doing this for so long and animal spirits and tarot and astrology these are all just names for vibrations and feelings that I have. And so I think it wasn't, was it yesterday? It was the day before. It was the day before. I was making coffee in the morning and I just felt wolf spirit. That's how I would have said it. I felt wolf spirit. So it's intriguing to me that there's, and there's two wolves here, which is, I think, perfect how they showed that. Um, the wolf is a very noble creature as well. Remember, and hey, if you want to be a lone wolf, I absolutely 100% am not shaming you in doing that, right? I'm not, I promise you, there's nothing that I will shame. That you be you. Whatever you bring to the collective, whatever you hide from the collective, whatever you keep to yourself, it's all good. You know, going forward, that please know that. You are a part of the collective, no matter how you choose to show your energy. I can only speak from where I show mine and what I believe. And I speak as an old lone wolf, you know, for a lot of my life, that's how I would have categorised myself, as a lone wolf. And when I felt that energy, I realised, and it spoke to that Leo message that I gave, right? That only a lion in the zoo waits to be fed. Only wolves in captivity do the whole lone wolf thing. Um, or that, you know, alpha wolf and all this kind of stuff. Right? Those kinds of terms that we've based our governments, corporations, armies, we've based it all on this kind of hierarchy of the wolves, the alphas and the betas and all this kind of stuff, the gammas. That's only, that's only seen in wolves in captivity. So think about that. That, you know, we are captive, whether it's social contracts, whether it's capitalism, whether it's needing to pay our bills or whatever it is, right? We are captive in certain systems and certain dynamics. Yes, the wolf told me all this that day when I was making my coffee. And, but that's our captivity. When we are free, when we feel free, when we are free to be the noble beings that we are, you know, then we behave very differently especially with each other we don't fight each other in the same way we don't react to each other in the same way and you know i could talk about wolves i was thinking the same about orcas if you're on the discord server then you know that i shared that voice note and i shared my vision of orcas that i had and i love orcas so wolves elephants orcas they're, they're all my animals and i feel very drawn to all of them and i always have but even with orcas they behave very differently in when they in you know, captive than they do when they're in the wild. So there is this kind of wilder, you know, natural, organic sovereignty that we all have, which I do feel is coming back into play as well. Right. Shall I read the post? I'll read the postcard on Spirit now. Might as well. So it says, Dearest you, everything is in divine order. Even in chaos, there is order. And we are always in awe of this. For you, though, on your human journey, things can get disorganised in your mind and physical reality. You need to get rid of the clutter, whether it be too many stories in your mind, 
too many what ifs or fearful thoughts of the past or future. And that makes sense with that ten of swords there. Instead, focus on the now. Empty your mind, clean your house and throw out any object that tells you an uncomfortable story. Discern what you have, sort, purge, clear and organise. We want you to have the sp have space to fill with something better. Spirit loves a vacuum as it gives space for brilliant new energy. Let go of let go of what is not serving. Sorry, let go of what is not serving you and give order to what remains. See them and know their value. Your soul needs organisation in order to keep your connection to us and to spirit free of distractions. You are so adored by so many. We hope you really know that. I hope you really know that too. And now that gives a different influence to this Ace of Cups that comes up in the present, right? The Ace of Cups. Because there's an almost purge. Yes, you can do this physically. Yeah, I mean, depending on where you've got Leo and Aquarius in your charts, you may decide to do this physically, right? I, I had my clear out at the end of last year. Um, But emotionally too, like the stories that we tell, that nobody understands me, and I'm speaking on the queries here, you know, that I'm an alien, I'm a this. I just shared this morning about this on Discord, where think about someone who comes to a religion. You know, if you study studying in religions, a convert to a religion, someone who has read the religious texts and really you know, has come to it and chosen it, wasn't just born into the religion, wasn't just told, okay, so this is your religion, you need to be it but who has chosen that belief system, they're usually much more devout and bigger believers and know of the religion more than those that are born into it. Or if you choose to go and live in an area, like you choose it, this is where I want to live. You will appreciate that area so much more than someone who's just born there and takes it for granted. Take it from me, I know. I've I've come to appreciate London through the eyes of people that don't weren't born here. I was born in London. You know, I do appreciate it, but from showing it around to people who chose to come visit and see the city. It's the same with humanity. You know, we all feel like outsiders, Aquarius or not, right? Leo or not, whatever it is. We all feel like outsiders. We all feel like there's parts of us that are not understood, not accepted. But it's a choice that we make when you choose to connect when you choose to show up when you choose to be the best you that you can be you've chosen it that i think the crucial part to that is the choice that we make so that's the first question i would have for you is what is it that you are choosing now talking about chaos from this we have the five of wands that we begin with in the past and the five of wands it's a challenge right it's yes you know we all get better if we can in you may have been working really hard. You may have been challenging yourself. You may, you know, may not have even been your choice. Let's get on to this. Out of cups. And maybe the challenge for so many has been, I don't even know what my heart is saying. Like, how can the hell do I follow my heart with this knight of cups? How do I pursue a dream when I'm not even quite sure what that is? When it, or every at every turn for some. It will be that, you know, every time I choose to follow this, there's just obstacles, there's just chaos, there's just, you know, it it always feels like an uphill struggle to be the Knight of Cups. I do not like that light shining on it. Sorry about that, guys. There we go. So, and just a, a quick reminder, um, 
the rune talked about the end of a beginning, right? So which out of that comes a new beginning. When I was shuffling, the hermit came out and the page of swords. I think it was the page of swords that came out. We have the page of pentacles in the future here. Remember that the pages are the next step after mastery. That yes, you you've achieved like you know maybe you've become really good at um, challenging yourself in that way or facing those challenges. Then be honest with yourself. That is it even a challenge anymore? Are you ready to dream something new? Are you ready to pursue or take in something else because you've become so good at dealing with those challenges? So we have the Ten of Wands and the Hermit as the underlying. So we're coming in with these energies. Remember that. And with the Hermit coming up, the Hermit is, I know I'm the only one that has the power to affect change in this situation. It, that very self-directed, very empowered. The Hermit is a very empowering card and it isn't often seen that way. You know, it's seen as solitude and being alone. And you can read it that way if you want to, because the hermit does go off by himself. But is he by himself? Uh, if in this hermit card, which I really love, he's got a little Bambi and deer next to him. And there's a squirrel, I think, that is in front of him. So he's not really alone. He has his lantern with him and he lights the way. But he's not looking at his surroundings. He is very kind of like, this is where I'm going. This is the path that I choose. This is the one that matters to me. So he decides. He decides that himself. It's the power of discernment. That is what Virgo gives us. Now, with the Ten of Wands, think about that. With If you're looking at chaos, this is what we've been doing. This is the burdens that we carry. And so with the Ten of Wands, one of the ways that it's really been coming up the last couple of weeks, especially, is how, um, especially coming up with the Hermit, which is Virgo, is how inefficiently the guy carries the Ten Wands. You know, even in this one, look how he's... Is that the best way he can carry them? Could he not split them into two piles and have one under each arm? Like, why carry them that way when you can't even see what's ahead of you? And that's the, the point of the hermit is that to, to see what is ahead of you. That you 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 um light up the next step that you, as you're going forward with your lantern, which is your star, right? Which is in a lantern, which lights up the way forward. Let's see what clarifiers come up with me. Yeah, Five of Pentacles. I'll tell you what comes up with the Five of Pentacles and Ten of Wands. I have so much, but it still feels too little. Like how can I be doing so much and yet have nothing? Right, that's how that feels. Five, Ten of Wands, Five of Pentacles. Four of Wands with the Hermit. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to look at the Ten of Wands and the Five of Pentacles in a different way, but that's the thing that steps up and says here. So you may have been doing a lot. You may have been under a lot of stress. You know, we've got too much on our plate with the Ten of Wands. And that's why it does talk about delegation. It does talk about, you know, not doing so much. How can you begin again? Because we've got the Ace of Cups here, but both of them speak to the Ten of Swords and the Ten of Wands. With the Tens, the Ace is starting to come in. You know, if you're kind of happy and good doing all the stuff that you're doing, it won't feel like too much. And yet, if there's something else that you want to do. So say, for example, you know, if you're living your life, you're a single person, you work and it's all good. And now all of a sudden you meet someone, right? You meet someone and you're 
you don't have time. Like now you will feel like you work too much because there's something else or someone else that you want to spend that time with. So if we look at the five of wands and the ten of wands as chaos, the five of pentacles says, yeah, but you know, what is reflecting your life? What is the need that you have? You could be doing lots. You could be busy. It could be busy work. But does your bank balance reflect how hard you're working? Um, what are your relationships like? Now, this is not an opportunity to kick the shit out of yourself. That's not very noble, right? You may have carried a burden no with great nobility for a long time. You may have struggled and suffered with lack for a long time. With the Hermit and the Four of Wands coming up, though, it's saying, right, great. You know, I've reached a level of just i've reached I've, I've got a foundation now for my life like everything that i've done so far that's that inga's rune right it is a foundation now for from which i will build from which i go forward i celebrate how far i've come that it was all right and proper for for where i was but now i'm ready to move forward i also want to say this that with that hermit and the ten of wands very literally those two cards what they say is the burden of doing it all alone if you do want to read the hermit as solitude and being alone the the especially with the five of pentacles coming up because the five of pentacles is we struggle with others but the hermit is that we're just by ourselves right so nothing really affects us so even the if you look at the five of pentacles and the four of wands there's other people that come into it right let's see what this ten of swords so what is the focus what we're dealing with or what we're aspiring to i don't know if you guys are aspiring to the ten of swords but we have the ten of swords central to everything and the ten of swords is rock bottom it is it's the shadow of the past it's usually not a prediction of the future but it does it's a death of kinds and it would be an ending but it's overkill now if you look at it in its own way this is the outcome if you want to of a cycle of if and it's realizing that you know the story's changed around this um it must have changed with the ace of cups coming in change of heart new heart new way of dealing with our feelings let's see and i wonder if that ten of swords is also you know what i was saying to you about how everything that we do is an act of love like even when we demonize others and we might see that as being righteous or we keep ourselves to ourselves to protect ourselves right but so we may feel lonely but we say hey that's worth the price it's easier that way um because i don't want to get hurt like you're trying to keep yourself safe we got the high priestess with this now that is there's a very kind of scorpionic feeling that comes up with that high priestess and the ten of swords because it's the high priestess invites you behind the curtain is it in this one as well you can kind of always see a pool behind her in most decks so she goes in between there's no black and white you go through the middle you know between the black and white columns and on the other side there is a pool a very still pool and that is your higher self that is the stillest part of yourself and when you look into it when you look into it for like she's the keeper of all secrets she knows everything she's the moon you know what ingas was saying when she looks into it or when you look into that pool behind her you will see yourself you will see a reflection of yourself and i do not i swear to you i'm i cannot stress this enough when i look at this there's not even that many great examples that come up because 
for each and every single one of us, we're going to see ourselves in every loss that you've had, in every betrayal that you had. This is not about taking blame. Like going forward, I know blame, shame and guilt can come up. I'm not trying to deny that. They are parts of who we are. They are parts of being a human being. Hopefully, though, we're able to navigate those parts, knowing that when we feel shame, blame and guilt within ourselves, we're not going to blame other people for trying to blame, shame and guilt us because we recognise it only bothers us because we have that within us. But we can hug and hold those parts of ourselves and say, it's okay. I know why you feel shamed. I know why you feel guilty. I know why you're taking on the blame, but it's okay. That's the most that I could wish for, I think, for everyone. But that's not, this is not to justify anything. It's the recognition of the role that we play, why we feel taken down, why it hurts so much. Yeah, Six of Pentacles. Well. Wow, and the Five of Wands. All right, so think about this. I want to get one more for that Five of Wands in the past because it's come up again. I think part of it speaks to the message that came up last week um, around having to do it all yourself. Yeah, look, Ten of Cups. So if you think about this, what was the challenge in the past? Excuse me while I get rid of that. Too. Right. What was the challenge? It's I need to come up with a dream. I need to know how I feel. I need to follow my dream, my feelings, and then I can have a happily ever after. This is very kind of solo energy. And then everyone else just becomes a means by which we challenge ourselves and follow our meat. Like whatever we have to do. We're dealing with a boss, dealing with a lover, dealing with our family, dealing with the world. Like, you know, whatever it is. Dealing with tarot readers like me, whatever. It's a means to an end. So you can follow your dream to have your happily ever after. There's a change in that. So how we challenge ourselves is different now. Why is that? Because... There is no one to fight outside of ourselves, right? The, the shadow, the, all we're really being guided by is this is the past, the shadow of the past. The high priestess is our own higher self, what we know, our own intuition. And so the challenge now, and I love the five of wands because it means we pull out some new moves. We jump into the fray. We get back on the horse. We realise we're going to try it a different way. You know, if I don't show up differently, it won't be different. But the challenge is the Six of Pentacles. And the Six of Pentacles is doing it for the sake of, you know, the reward is the action itself. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't set goals. But if you think about this, Knight of Cups, Ten of Cups, he isn't really being led by how he feels. He's being led. It, you might say, oh, yeah, this is my dream. But it's there's the notion of that there, which is I will feel good when... I hit the Ten of Cups. That's when I can be happy. You've got, look, you've got three Tens across the top. Ten of Wands, Ten of Swords, Ten of Cups. This is completion. This is what Inga's is saying. Whereas the Five of Wands is with the Six of Pentacles. I can share with you how one of the ways, and I've been talking about this, that it's changed in my own life. And I've known this for a few months and I'm really kind of, trying to implement it and i've got loads of i could tell you my astrology south node in taurus north node in scorpio blah blah you know pluto on my son i could give you the whole astrology if you wanted it but here's the bottom line 
is that my whole life and i've been a workaholic i mean i have a, i have workaholic tendencies everyone's like yeah no shit but i always picked my work and made my work my career my goal because it made me happy right it, it was i love it and i've fit everything else in my life around that so you know yeah really busy carried the burdens if you want to put it in the context of the reading whereas you know doing these videos doing client readings acquiring insight my business right you know that's what i do and then around that i'm gonna write okay i have to see my friends i'm gonna go hang out with family i'm gonna do my reading i'm gonna do my hobbies all of that i'm not doing it that way anymore i have now i've started to make a list and you know it's like i said it's my birthday on sunday so that's my new year i'll start from monday fully implementing this is the rest of my life comes first and I, i'm not saying this as someone who had who is flush you know i'm t I'm, a, I'm i'm unemployed now right literally because the only means of income i had was my client readings and i've stopped that so i do need to find work that play uh, pays you know that's i have the same concerns as the rest of you to to make money and to be able to live and support my family and support myself but i will not prioritize that i'm prioritizing my life the people in my life who i want to be the things that i want to do i will prioritize that and work will have to fit in around that and i don't know how to do that so just so you guys know right <laughs> and uh, but it'll be fun trying to figure it out and that's what i'm going to be figuring out so that's my example what's your example what are you trying to do around that because the six of pentacles it is a card of you know think about it we've i mean it's wonderful you've got the four of wands five of wands you've got the five of pentacles you've got the six of pentacles so we're coming in with these kind of okay i'm celebrating how far i've come i've done all of this what's next five of pentacles this is the lack i need more money i need more love i need bigger house like whatever it is five of pentacles i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with public speaking i'm struggling with my career like not getting an advancement so these are you can literally see it we're going from that underlying to we're focused on the next step the hermit this is the next step five of one says challenge yourself but the five of pentacles says is there help available can you offer help to someone else and that you feel good in the moment it's the seven of pentacles that is a card of investments and returns that we invest in something to get a return but not the six at the six we are either helping someone else who doesn't have enough or we're getting help that way it doesn't have to be i mean as much as i'm saying it's self-directed it's self-directed yeah you are self-directed how you show up is self-directed but if you have a dream or even if you don't have a dream there are plenty of dreams going around there are plenty of people who have dreams they don't know how to implement them there are others that are really great at facilitating and implementing dreams but they don't have one i remember right when i started acquiring insight and there were i started communities i was doing all sorts of stuff in 2016 this is eight years ago now and one of my friends and he said this to me last at the end of last year as well when i was making all these changes he said i've said it to you before he goes you would be great at somebody comes to you tells you their dream and you can help them build it from the ground up say yeah this is what you need to do do this x y and z i've never been good at 
maintaining <laughs> maintenance isn't really my thing which is why it's a miracle i've done aquarian insight for as long as i have i'm really good at give me how you what you want to do what you're hoping to achieve i'll get you started i'll get you started i'll tell you what to do where to go how to do it what other options to explore what do you bring to the tech how do we do this i can get you started and so you know think about that within think about that within yourself now how are you challenging yourself how do you show up what is it that matters to you so can you help someone else with their dream can you do you need help with yours because being noble being that sovereign it doesn't mean that you're just sovereign because you're the boss you know you i could be the ceo of a company if i don't have any workers great company i've got right so it's and that's part of the aquarius kind of um way or to understand everyone plays their role that we can achieve great things by everyone working together so that's why this feels very individual because it will be because your your challenges are individual and those things that the act of doing them balances you rather than looking for a payout at the end is going to be very different so but to know what you what balances you to know what feels like a challenge there must be awareness of your own cup of how you feel and also a kind of there's a, almost this kind of emotional purging i don't mean like you have to sit around crying or anything but okay so that's how i felt and was it how i felt or was it what i thought ten of swords that is there a new relationship with my feelings and that's i know a lot of people that have been feeling this a new relationship a new language right that the feelings mean something different now than they did exactly can't make this up the world <laughs> the world is the completion it's the ending it's you're graduate you've graduated wow all right king of swords so i want you to consider this if the ace of cups is it holds the potential of water and now think of it as yin energy and yin is conscious allowing you consciously allow whatever comes up it's there okay i get it i'm feeling this way but it doesn't need a whole story to it four of swords the world card is graduation it's Saturn energy and it says yeah I mean it's basically what Ing was saying that bit that I read about two or three times and went over which is it was right and proper for who you were your emotions what they meant to you what they said to you but you're and, and so think about that if the knight followed his cup but his interpretation of the information that came up was different now it means something else now you're ready to understand your emotional self from a totally different place your the ace of cups is self-love it is emotional growth it is spiritual growth so all of that will have different input it'll have different meaning in your life the four of swords is a pause what are we pausing the king of swords which is a pause of what we knew when you've got saturn rules aquarius as well right um and we're used to the very kind of Capricorn Saturnian qualities. But within Aquarius, it then becomes 
the way that I've been putting it is, you know, winning the rules of the old game. Because think about this, a lot of the Quarian stuff, right? And I heard someone say this, actually, Donald Hoffman, he's a, he said this about science. He was saying, it's weird how this comes up, that science, it's going into a new era. There's a lot of scientists now that are going into a new era where consciousness is coming up. And where science must move beyond time and space. Which all we've known is time and space, right? All we've known is, you know, we're very reductionist, break things down, understand them. How do they work? We want to do this. The new kind of realm of science, whether you agree with him or not, I really like the way that he puts this, is beyond time and space. But they don't know what that is. In the same way, you don't know how else to interpret your feelings. All you know is the old way doesn't isn't you anymore. But he made a very, he said the scientific method must still hold. What does that mean? It means that whatever new method they come up with, new way of, look, of you know, discovering things, exploring things, exploring reality and saying what it is, all of the old scientific deductions that we've already come up with, they must hold true under the new system. If that makes sense, right? So before we use time and space and all this kind of stuff to evaluate what reality is, and we have an understanding of it. You know, we have physics. We have all this other, you know, biology, geology, chemistry. Like we have all that stuff. If we're coming up with a new method of understanding reality, then all of, everything that we already know must also hold true under that. It can't just be that we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, all right, we're done with that. Saturn. So it would be the same way with how you feel. If you've got a new language of your feelings and stuff, how you deal with them, you also understand the parts ten of swords in a different way. It doesn't mean that you were right or wrong then, that it you can reflect on it. It gives you a different perspective. You're like, oh yeah, that's why I did that. Because you're ready to see it from a different perspective now. And that's why I say there's a pause on what we what we knew in one sense, but it also adds to what we now know about our feelings. Aquarius energy. I mean, because look at where we're going, talking about reductionism, we've got the page of, pen, uh, page of coins in this deck, page of pentacles. Page of pentacles is our core values. They're the things that only matter to us like at a really deep level, you know, like kindness um chivalry or um just smiles but you know that you can't you can't there's no price that you can put on it it's the details of things it's commitment it's all of those that we value because that's where we're coming from right because if you change this mechanism of this is what i feel this is what self-love mean, means to me this is what my feelings mean i get it i had to go through the last cycle to understand it from this perspective but I'm putting a pause on some of this stuff. This could be meditation for some people if you've taken a meditation practice. There's this kind of juxtaposition between what you knew and what you know. But be what you now know adds to what you knew. What you knew isn't what informs what you now know. I hope I'm ma making sense there. Hey guys, I'm in Aquarius energy. It's going to be some madness that comes up. Hey, leave comments, ask questions if there's more that you want to explore around this and I'm more than happy to do it. Let's get one more.
All right. So think about this going into the future now. With, I mean, this is this this there is chaos around this. This is very simplistic compared to where we go. Very simplistic. You know, five of wands challenge myself because this is my dream. This is my happily ever after. But here it's saying, well, hang on. What's that whole cup that you're following? What is that? Is it self-loving in the moment? Six of Pentacles. Are your spiritual beliefs coming into that? You know, does it add to your spiritual growth? Does it add to your emotional growth? Have you considered all of that? What have you been through? Are you just repeating or are you bringing in everything that you've learned so far? And rather than the Ten of Swords being rock bottom, I, I feel like there's a massive understanding, but not in the kind of, oh, I'm going to sit back and just, you know, go lose myself in, I need to go back and do all the work again. Because remember, we're not doing it in the same way. We know something else now. What is shown to us around our core values? Our core values sit beneath, right? The Five of Cups, regrets, lost, missed opportunities. It's where we realise, oh God, I was just focusing on this one thing. What I don't have, I haven't been focusing on the resources that I do have, which is the two cups that stand, the people in my life. People are going to become your greatest resources if Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius has anything to do with it, trust me, right? Three of Wands, again, you know, both of these, is I mean, all three of these actually, it's really weird. Looking at them, they all speak to me of focus. That the, if these are my values, why have I always directed them on, like, I've turned my back on something here, focusing going forward. This, I'm focused on what I don't have. Seven of Swords, I'm focusing on what I don't want to happen. Oh, I just realised something, is that a wolf? Wolves are coming up everywhere, I swear. Yeah, I think there's like sheep and the wolves grabbing the sheep. Oh, interesting. I never noticed that before. But so think about the expression of your values, of, of what you've wanted to grow, of the seeds that you've planted, of anything you've tried to achieve. Three of Wands is my expectations are based on the actions that I take. But even in that, the actions that I take, it's an Aries card. It's we take it all on ourselves. But in whether I take the actions or don't take the actions, my focus has always been on what I'm missing, the support that I don't have rather than the resources that I do have. Seven of Swords, I'm, I'm you know, I'm gauging the, my values based on risk and reward. Go back to inability. That it, whether you fail or, or win, whether the ships come in or not, whether it works out the way you want it to or not, right? whether what you fear will happen happens or not whether the wolf gets you or not in this scenario if you're focused on this you're not actually focused on what the value is it's about acting on your values engaging with them in in anything that you do in your day-to-day -day. like knowing who you are showing up from that nobility now rather than when you hit your happily ever after that's what the eight of one says it's interaction it is a speeding up, guys. So if you feel like things start to go very quickly, very fast, come Aquarius season, um, there can be that. That Eight of Wands is speed. It's a Sagittarius card and it's Mercury in Sagittarius, which is fast. Death. Two of Swords. Well. Yeah. Knight of Wands. 
here's a heads up to those of you that have been sitting on a decision for a while if if take a moment just take a step back just take a step back from that and say is this still even a question in my life just ask yourself that if you have a question or a decision if and it's something like should i stay should i go yes or no do i want this or do i not want this if it's a yes no answer throw it out immediately because the knight of wands he doesn't fuck with yes no <laughs> questions i'm just going to put it that way sorry but he doesn't the knight of wands is not yes or no and in fact think about how you engage with your intuition high priestess with a tarot reading what do i say the tarot is not designed for yes no it's not designed for that will it happen can i do it you know that that's a how long is a piece of string right that's what those questions are what you want to know is how do I engage with this all right how do I bring because the knight of cups is the one that dreams and follows his heart the knight of wands is the one that engages eight of wands got two sad cards here engages with what's in front if you limit yourself to yes no this this is like finding the third way and thank you um you know who you are I, I remember your initials eb you really spoke to this to me it's one of my clients and hopefully she'll be watching and she'll know who she is who we we had a reading we went through all of her stuff and she wasn't stuck in a yes no but she she had two very visible options available to her. i won't divulge her other stuff thanks sweetheart for letting me say this um but there was a third option that we came up with and when she came back i didn't remember because i don't remember the readings but she said to me jay i went for the third option and it worked like you know the third option and that's what this looks like if you have set it up as a dichotomy if you've got it up as two options as this or that um there's a diff and it, it isn't even in the solution remember the ten of cups is the solution it's in how you engage with it that's what's changing how you engage with it and hey nobility said the knights and ladies right we've got the knight of wands that is the knight the knight of cups is in the past this is how I feel. This is what I'm doing. My feelings. The Knight of Wands is the curious optimist, the adventurer, the explorer. We've got death coming up here. And it's almost like the death of a decision, the death of a conflict, the death of, you know, just a decision that we need to make, and but we're afraid to make it. The Knight of Wands says there's a new way to explore this. At the core of this guys at the core of this reading there is a massive transformation in who you are trust that that take give yourself a moment or two whatever it is that you need to do you know wait until the bloody full moon and leo if you want right but consider within yourself that i am not that person what i considered self-love what i considered my seat of power has changed that's the way I put it. I didn't even think about this. I, I now realise if Sagittarius is coming up so strongly and the Knight of Cups, which is Pisces, right? What do they have in common? Jupiter. I, bet, I haven't looked. I bet you Jupiter squares. I bet you Jupiter squares the, the full moon. It has to. Jupiter is in Taurus. Have you got Page of Pentacles? See, you can read the, if you can read cards, you can read astrology through the cards. They will tell you the astrology. Um, 
why why else would jupiter come up as both how we did it and then what we're doing here with sagittarius energy that's jupiter energy i bet you jupiter squares um squares the the full moon in leo and and so that will be around the meaning that you bring to it it will be an expansion of how you regard this of who you are how you show up how you are capable of showing up please trust me on this like even if you're going like bloody balls to the wall right you know in everything that you've been doing that's your foundation and that's not a put down that means you've got a bloody solid foundation there to build on now how do we build on that trust that you've become someone you recognize that within yourself see it in your approach as you enter new situations and start new things i think i'm gonna leave it right there i love you guys thank you so much for being here i do appreciate you i want to say the most massive thank you to everyone that's made donations you literally allow this to happen there, there wouldn't be readings you know i wouldn't have the time to do readings and stuff if it wasn't for you so i want to say thank you so much to everyone that donates you are amazing i love you thank you to everyone that engages with me i, I love the messages i love sit reading the comments i love all of you so i just want to say thank you so much i am going to get started on aquarius seasonals i haven't done so yet i've only literally just finished doing client readings and gave myself a moment to breathe and to grieve if i'm completely honest but onwards and upwards I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.